Welcome back to the Blackcast, the ones and zeros of all things metal. I'm Matt. And I'm Jeff. Uh, today we're going to be talking about two, uh, one one of them I was familiar with before we started, but uh, I think Jeff picked out this the second one, but uh, Spirit Box and is it Edelai? Edel- I read it as Idola. And Idola. you know what? I meant, I meant to look up like an interview or something on, on YouTube just to see how it was pronounced, but it slipped yeah. my mind, to be honest. <laughs> Yeah, Adola. I like that sounds about right. Or looks yeah. looks and sounds about right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh but of course, uh, I shouldn't say of course. Uh Spirit Box's new uh album uh is Eternal Blue. Uh they're from Vancouver the Vancouver Islands in Canada. Uh what do you think about this album, GF? Uh I really liked it. Um I think what I really liked I think the most about it, which is kind of uncommon, but I've noticed some bands doing lately is it's, it's, you know, it's, it's metal music, but there's like the, the singing is very gentle. Mm -hmm. It's not very belty. Um, only like one or two times I can recall in the album that she really like use, you know, a lot of, a lot of power in the voice. Most of the time it's very, it's very like soft singing, but, but all the instrumentals behind her, uh, behind, uh, Courtney LaPlante are very, uh, but the instruments, the instrumentals are big and loud and heavy. And then her voice is very like gentle on top of that, which is a cool, uh, like cool, um, like they're like opposite, like not what you do, not what you would expect. Yeah. I think what's nice is that they were able to, get that dichotomy without drowning out her voice. Like, like you said, the, the, uh, the guitars and drums and everything are, it's very loud and, uh, there's a lot of details being mixed in and thrown in, uh, I guess, intricate, intricately wove just like the music is. And then you can still hear her voice on top of it all crystal clear, but she's not being, uh, like you said, doesn't have a super powerful voice. It's just nice and uh, sultry, the right word, subtle. I don't know. It's just smooth. I like Mm -hmm. that. Yeah. Very buttery. Um, Yeah. It's not, and and not that she can't do that. It's just the, it's just the style of the music because she, she definitely showcases her, like the power of her voice when she does the screaming. Oh yeah. Um, which she is great at. Um, and, but before I knew about, before I knew, so like a couple of these band members are previously from, I wrestled a bear once, which I really like. Um, her, uh, Courtney was the vocalist, the last vocalist with them. And then I, I forget, but one other band member was also in that band. And, uh, found out about spirit box and, and kind of did a little bit of research and then was like, Oh, these guys are from, so a couple of them are from, I wrestled the bear one. So it's, it's cool to see a diverse, like, uh, song writing and you know, how, how different, um, how widely like skilled musicians are at, at songwriting because this, this is, uh, very, you know, different than I wrestled the bear once. Um, more melodic and more just not as 
crazy, I guess you would say. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I, I really enjoyed the sound. Yeah. Overall. Yeah. Uh, going back to, so I've, I've listened to I wrestled a bear once. I wasn't super into him. And, uh, I, yeah, I guess going from what you're saying, they, they were very chaotic, just like, uh, doing a lot of sour notes and just chugging on top of just screaming. That was kind of all over the place. It wasn't very, you couldn't like snap your fingers or tap your foot to it. It was, it was very much a, just all over chaotic, you know, scribble on a piece of paper type sound. Whereas here you have a nice even flow, I guess it kind of goes up and down and back up. And even with the the heavy parts, it's very smooth. Mm-hmm. And I, I can enjoy, I enjoy that. They, they do a lot of uh, techniques that I can, I know, why you like them so much because there's a lot of whittly diddly just melodic kind of guitar fingering and it's it's really cool you're, you're talking about i wrestled the bear once no I'm coming coming back into spirit box sorry so oh like i wrestled a bear once was from my memory was very chaotic mm-hmm. and like if you were to like kind of write down a path of the song it just kind of was a scribble on a piece of paper mm-hmm and then you go to spirit box, it's very smooth and yeah. like kind of like a wave kind of goes up and down, up and down and um, yeah, very not, easy and to not, follow. Yeah, easy to follow. But and then uh, not not all of their songs had like the same structure to it. Like mm-hmm. uh, there was, you know, it's very much like a like a verse chorus kind of band, but like but not every song had that. It it just didn't. It wasn't like the same copy and paste formula for every song. Um, like Sun Killer, it's almost like it's almost like there wasn't even a chorus or something in that one. But I really liked uh, Sun Killer was one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Where like where like I guess you would call it the verse, but like where where they're doing the low that like chugging and then she's and then she's singing like they were born of dust like that melody line yeah i i really like that and like that you know they have that part and then like a transition part and they come back to that and then like the song ends with like this like that screaming yeah uh section and that was yeah that was one of the that was one of the ones that like stuck out to me the most right away yeah, when I was on on my plane back, I was listening to this, and it, that was the first song I listened to. I was like, "Ooh, yeah, I can kind of get into this." It, I liked the part at I think it was about two thirty, where she's kind of doing that whisper, uh, "The sun killer sing me to sleep," and it was very mm-hmm. like staccato, soft, and then it just got heavier. And I like the the sound effect. I don't know if it was like like guitar palm muting or like a drum pad, but it was almost like a irregular heartbeat. So it kind of had that do 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 to it, but it, it didn't follow like a heartbeat rhythm. It kind of jumped around like it was a like an irregular heartbeat. 
is the easiest yeah. way I can describe it. But yeah, like it was just like a soft whisper. And then she just showcasing the power that she has screams at the very end of the song, the same sun killer sing me to sleep uh, lines. And it just, it was chef's kiss. Yeah, it was almost, amazing. It was almost, <laughs> it was almost like a, like a, yeah, like you said, it was like, I think it's some kind of like drum pad or something. Yeah. Or like a keyboard. It's almost, and it's almost like one of those like keyboard sounds where you like hold the key down and it just it repeats that like rhythm over and over again. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's like kind of gritty, almost like a, almost like a kick, like a 808 or something, but kind of like grid, like grittier sounding. Yeah. Um, yeah. They have, they, they do like, they they uh they have a great way of utilizing space in their songs like specifically with Sunkiller at that part they they like strip away all the instruments and put like one rhythmic thing in the background and then has some vocals on top of it or uh like yeah they're not afraid to to uh just take it down to one or two um, uh, elements of the song and then build back up to mm-hmm. where they want to climax the song at. Yeah, I like, especially in this song, it has this very ethereal sound throughout. And it's not necessarily that they're playing like a keyboard in the background the whole time, but the way, like you said, the way that they are able to strip away different instruments and then bring them back in. It gives you the feeling of this like ethereal uh, landscape throughout the whole song. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I thought, I thought that was really cool. And they have this nice soft techno-y, I would consider it a techno-y type intro, which I, I enjoyed. Yeah. They, yeah, they, they throw in some, uh, other n- sounds and noises that aren't like the core of the band, like you know, it like like uh, throwing in some like keys and and like you said, ethereal, just kind of pad soft, uh, um, like an- angelic kind of noises mm-hmm. throughout. Yeah, to to keep things interesting and different. It's not like each one of these sounds is present in each one of the songs. Each song has a different kind of vibe and like, like those noises are where they need to be and they're not overused at all. Yep. Yeah. And uh, kind of what you were saying with that, they're all not necessarily the same song or not, not that's not what you've said. You were saying that they, all the songs don't have the same sound. And they kind of mix it up and keep it interesting. But so they're able to do that where they're able to, you're able to tell different songs apart. It's not like you get kind of get lost in the same song and not realize that it's not, you know, you were able to tell two songs apart and pretty much what I'm trying to say there. Mm -hmm. Uh, But especially with the first three songs, I would say they're almost perfect transitions i couldn't tell that i was switching into the next one but i could tell that it was a different song so going from sun killer to hurt you the mm-hmm. the last note of sun killer or and then the first note of hurt you 
seamlessly kind of just married together and you got this nice transition. It wasn't like there was a pause leaving you waiting for more. Just, okay, here's the next song. We're getting right into it. And I thought that was really cool. Yeah, especially, and I, I noticed that also between Hurt You and Yellow Jacket. Yep. Like the way that Yellow Jacket starts, it, you, it could almost be like another, like an ending, like the ending of Hurt You or like a breakdown or, you know, like a yeah transition into the, into the next song. But yeah, they, they, yeah, those, those definitely blended very well together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think Hurt You was another one of my favorites. I, it's almost like it was an, the exact opposite of Masochist by uh, Polaris, I believe is who it was by. Mm-hmm. And like the line where it's, uh, I hope you found what you're look, what you're fighting for. I'm happiest or happier when I hurt you. I was just sitting there thinking, I'm like, this is, this is a like a sadist song. I don't know. It's <laughs> it, it was it's it's crazy because she's singing it and she has such a beautiful voice and then she's saying like that line. You're kind of like, girl, that kind of hurts. Like <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I I had to double check on what I was hearing the first time I heard that because it most of the time people are like I like I don't want to hurt you, but mm-hmm. that line was. I, what was it? I, I feel better when I hurt you or something. I'm happier when I hurt you. I'm happier when I hurt you. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty unusual. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Hurt you is, I didn't list it as a favorite, but I, I do, I did like it. I, there wasn't really like a, there, there was one song that I, that I skip and that's yellow jacket. Really? Yeah. Why? I so the 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 guest vocalist Sam Carter it's it's just the style of singing that that isn't my thing like he's the singer for Architects um which we did their album earlier this yeah. year uh forget the name of it but um yeah I don't know that that that's the that screamy sing style I know I've said before and it's nothing against him you know he's a great vocalist but it's just not not my my cup of tea when it comes to that style of singing you feel differently yeah i really like that song okay i think it's i think it's because it's it's one of the heavier songs on the album mm-hmm. so it uh it gets me going the right way especially since all this this album is very soft feeling i should say it it has there's nothing that really gets down and gritty per se it's like we it's very ethereal it very um i can't think of the word um just kind it's almost like this this album when i like envision this album listening to it it's almost like a lullaby and I don't mean that in a bad way because the first three times that I listened to the song, I fell asleep just because it was so calming 
mm-hmm. especially once you get past Yellow Jacket. It the the rest of the songs are just there's uh, I think there's one or two that are kind of in your face, but for the most part, all the songs are just calming and they like it gives me this like sense of peace and I was it was very easy for me to fall asleep. So mm-hmm. it was like it was a good thing. It was they were nice sounding songs, so I just re- I was able to fall asleep. Unfortunately, that made it so I couldn't listen to that to the album. <laughs> uh, don't listen while driving. Yeah, like a pretty much on, a warning. <laughs> yeah, there, there should be a warning. It's don't op- don't operate heavy machinery while. Yeah, while listening to Spirit Box's Eternal Blue. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, I, I liked Yellow Jacket. Uh, mainly because it had this nice heavy intro had oh, that had this also futuristic sound to it. And then the breakdown at 2.15 uh, was really good. Oh, in that mm-hmm. that sound in the beginning had this very industrial, like it was almost like you're inside of a like metal fabricating plant. Yeah, I guess those like so, those those low notes that they play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, about the single the single low note open chord or whatever open note. Yeah, whatever they did there, it it was very industrial, and I I enjoyed it. It, yeah, that's that's pretty much, and I just like how the first three songs kind of smoothly blended in together. So that's pretty much why I liked it. Yeah, for the most part there. Hmm. Yeah. Um. Yeah, you're right that it. There, there's heavy parts, but it like it's not like brutal sounding. Mm-hmm. It is very, it is very relaxing, and I think a lot of that comes from Courtney's voice is just very soft and and um, delicate. Delicate, yeah, yeah, it's delicate, yeah. Like not, not that it's not powerful because she can belt it out, but the way she's able to, I, sh- I should say, the whole band is fairly delicate if you think about it. Like the the sounds that they even choose, the way they tune their guitars and the notes that they play, it's they're very soft notes. Like there there's a lot going on, and very seldomly do they kind of get chuggy and in your face. But the whole the whole band is kind of like you're stacking uh, china or something or uh, like crystal glasses, and you know one one wrong move and little unbalance in the whole song would fall apart and shatter into a million pieces, but it's just so clear and crisp. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great, great, great production. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing really felt out of place to me. Um, uh, like secret garden was another favorite of mine. I really like the, uh, that like bouncy bass tapping around the 42nd mark. I have that marked down too. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. The So here's a funny story about that. I forgot that that song was a single and that I've already heard it. Hmm. And so when the catchy chorus comes in, I was like, why does it sound like they stole this from somewhere? <laughs> <laughs> I completely forgot that I already heard it and that I already enjoyed just this catchy, it was a nice catchy chorus. And I'm like, okay, I can get down with this. And then, like, why does this, this sounds familiar. I don't think they would steal somebody else's work. And and then I, I was like, wait a second, this, I had to double check. I was like, oh, this was a single. I've already heard this before. Okay. Mm-hmm. Or- <laughs> yeah. So, um, 
Speaking of singles, did you hear Constance as a single, like in the video before this album or because it, it blew up the music video the song? Blew, um, or was yeah. it just the single? Uh, well, the, yeah, the music, the music video, Constance. No, I don't think like their I, YouTube video was like. I don't think I did. It got OK. It got like millions of views over a couple a couple months. But OK, that, that was another favorite of mine. Um, it was like, even the, even the reaction videos from people were very emotional. It's a very emotional and sad song that I get goosebumps. Like every time I hear it, because it, it's about, um, Courtney's grandmother that passed away earlier. Yes, I have. It was like earlier this Sorry. year or like earlier last year. It's about Alzheimer's. Yeah, I um, I remember now because I also I just typed it into my YouTube and it it has a red bar underneath of it, so I have seen it. I just didn't remember it. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Sorry, I didn't mean. Yeah, to it's such you. a. Oh no, you're no 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 you're fine. Um. Yeah, it's just like a very powerful song. Um, the direction of the music video was was amazing too. Uh. If you know, because because as you're listening to it and the the um, actor who's playing the grandmother in that family um, is like slowly forgetting things and like forgetting who her family is. And you can see the toll that it's taking yeah. on the family. And then like things are disappearing around her. And it's got to be just terrifying for someone. I mean, imagine like waking up one day. And like you're losing your memory and you don't recognize the people that are like around you, you know, it's just, it would be, it's scary for that person. It's scary for the other people who are watching it happen to that person. And, you know, it's just, it would just be like a, a very emotional thing to go through. And it seems just based on this song that Courtney and her grandmother were very close and that it affected her so much. Yeah. Yeah. Especially the ending of the song when they do those like, like where they doing those like low breakdown, heavy chords each, you know, they'll do like a section of four and then each time they do it again, it's like deteriorating. Like the song is deteriorating mm-hmm. just like, just like someone with Alzheimer's. Cause I, I think it's like a, like it affects your, your brain, doesn't it? Yeah. 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 It's your memory and all that fun stuff. I, uh, my great grandpa had it, but his was, it's not funny, but just some of the things that happen because of it, you can kind of laugh at a little bit and I, that's going to sound really bad. I don't mean it. Uh, but like what he would do is my mom would go visit him and he would say like something like, Oh, who's that sweet thing walking in? Who are like thinking it was a nurse or something and trying to, and then my, my great grandma would be sitting in the chair next to him. She'd be like, I think, I think his name was Harry. I can't quite remember, but she'd be like, Oh, Harry, you, you know who that is. That's little Debbie. 
And he was like, oh, yeah, I know you. You're my granddaughter or something like that. And so it was it was kind of funny. Like, it's it's scary to think that he was like, you know, losing his mind and memories and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. you're just in, trying to put a positive. In, in, yeah. And kind of like yeah. this. It. He was kind of kind of playing along. Yeah. You could kind of snap him back into like bring back his memory. Uh so I guess it just kind of like it's scary, but in small doses like that, it kind of had a good story. I guess I don't. It's I don't know. It's if you, just, if you, good, it's it, just good memories. Yeah, me. if you look at it at just the surface, it's it's funny. But then you sit down and you really think about it. You're like, okay, this isn't funny anymore. Right. Right. But. Yeah. Yeah. So that was constant. I think is my, is my favorite track on the album. It was the, it was the first one I heard by them and man, I I had it on repeat and that's another great one where you, where you were talking about um, like the, the album being on the softer side, like this one, Mm -hmm. the chorus is huge, but in between those courses, it's very like clean guitar and uh, like keyboard, um, like pads and synths and stuff. Um, yeah, just a, just a all around, just like great cons- construction of a song. Yeah. Yeah. Did you have any other favorites? Not really. Like I said, I, I fell asleep for, you know, six through 11 uh, on the album. And not, not that they were bad. It's just, it, I enjoyed, I enjoyed the whole album when I've, actually sat down and listened to it and didn't fall asleep. And like I said, it gave me this very peace. It was a very peaceful metal album for lack of a better term. It, it was heavy in the sense that, you know, Courtney LeBlanc can scream and they have the distorted guitars and they do the whittly diddlies very well but there was something about just like the aura or the essence when you would just sit down and listen to it that was very peaceful and i would i would listen i wouldn't like this isn't gonna get you amped i wouldn't say this isn't something you listen to to get amped to but if you're if you're looking to calm down after like a long day of work or something i'd say this is the perfect album because you can kind of get a little bit of that frustration out with the first three songs that are a little bit faster than the rest of them. And then kind of slow roll, just like coast through the rest of the album, calming, uh, essence. Of yeah. It. Yeah. I, I can agree with that. That's, um, yeah. Some of my other favorites were, uh, eternal blue. The, uh, yeah title track um we live in a strange world that one was interesting because it has like had like an electronic like the first half of the song was like electronic and then they kind of bring in the rest of the band yeah um so that one number number nine we live in a strange world was for sure another example of um each song kind of having its own flavor and its own you know slightly different so um 
I think this was one of the most like anticipated albums of of the year. Yeah. Um, just because each each single that they released, it just exploded, and uh, I think it was rightly deserved. Um, I was looking forward to it, and then the the next album that we're doing, Idola, um, the Architect, that was another uh, release that that was on my radar. That was one of the one of the releases that I was looking forward to, um, like all all year when it, when it was announced. So. Um, you you saying like all year reminds me of when you sent me that text message with like why do bands like release uh oh yeah like album dates like six months before they're coming out oh yeah yeah because you you just get so you get so hyped for it and then yeah yeah what band was that there's there an album that's coming out in like it's coming out in like February or something, and then they announced it in like August, and I was like, um, "It's not Once Human, is it?" Because no. I think theirs is coming out in February, or is it Archspire? No, no. I have a I can't remember, but yeah. yeah, yeah. I I don't I don't think I had to wait. I don't think I waited that long, but. Yeah, I, I, yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, it's like it's like video games. Yeah, we're gonna at E three this year. We're gonna talk about a game that's coming out in two years. It's like, <laughs> get, that get, hype, hyped up. get that hype train going. I know, I know. So you can spend one hundred and twenty dollars on the on the game that doesn't work. Deluxe Ultra. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, <laughs> it's like here we're gonna charge you sixty bucks for it for a test for you to play test it. But anyway, right. So um. Yeah, so if you did, is it fair to rate it on your end? Because I know what I would rate it, but if you're saying that you, you, it was very like uh, dreamlike for you for the second half. So do you, do you have a score in mind or? Yeah, I mean, it was, it was, it was I would say like an 8.2. Uh, not something I would listen to all the time, but if I'm looking to de stress and kind of put something on and, kind of get lost this is what i would listen to where i think we're on the same page uh i was i I have i had a eight eight and a half yeah nice um solid album um i agree that i don't think it's the one that i would get pumped for uh but just kind of or like uh like pump you up you know but uh Yeah. yeah i agree it's something that you can it's more on the relaxing side that you can relax to. Um, all right. So eight, eight point two for Matt, eight and a half for Jeff. Uh, should we move on to Idola, the architect? What would you say if I said no? Oh, like, yeah, <laughs> asked well, like a question. So you gave me yeah, an option, right? <laughs> so what we're doing is we're moving on. Okay. To Idola, the architect. <laughs> there. I didn't give you a choice that time. Oh, bummer. Okay. <laughs> I'll let so I'll let you start. I know I know this. I, this is probably not the typical type of music that you listen to, and I was a little nervous when I texted you that one. So I don't. I want to. I want to know what your opinion is on this one first. All right. Well, so Idola, they 
are considering themselves a experimental post-hardcore band from Salt Lake City. And what did I think of it? Um, yeah, I really liked it. I really, okay. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm just trying to think about it because it was more, I, so I listened to it and I was like, okay, this is nice, but I couldn't think of anything that I was, uh, any favorites. I couldn't, I was like, yeah, okay. So then I was like, maybe it's just a good, good album. And then I started doing something else while I was playing again. And every time something was able to catch my ear and pull me out of the concentration of what I was doing, I would stop what I was doing and I would, you know, write down the song that that happened with. And then I would continue listening to it. And then on my third listen through, what I did is I just listened to the the songs that caught my interest primarily. And I was like, okay, why, why did this draw me out of whatever I was concentrating on? That's kind of how I had to approach this. And, uh, I don't know if you're going to like the, this, but, uh, what I noticed from a couple of the songs is they have this, uh, Silverstein type vibe to them. I like Silverstein. Okay, cool. Then I'm on, I'm on going good then. And it's not necessarily <laughs> like the, the, the guitars that had the vibe or the drums. It's the way he, the way I should say they, cause I think they, there's three different vocalists. Uh, the way they articulate and structure and sound and the way that they do their vocals, it's, you know, sometimes the, the screaming kind of reminds me of, oh shoot, what was that Silverstein album? But it's the the way they structure is just reminds you of it, yeah. It brings me back to like when I first heard Silverstein. Um, gotcha. Yeah they they definitely have uh, two vocalists, um, the singer and then the screamer is the guitar player. Um, they did have a guest vocalist though on um, Mutual Fear, John Mess, who is the the uh, screamer for dance, get and dance. Yeah. Um, a shipwreck in the sand is the album I'm thinking of. Yeah. I, so like, I, I don't, I couldn't tell you any songs by it, but I know I do like that one. Yeah. It, uh, yeah. One of the, so I, this, this band was, um, I was like pleasantly surprised at how much I liked them. Like back when I found out about them like a year ago, because mm-hmm. So Dance Gavin Dance came out with their album Afterburner and the singer on for Idola was was a guest vocalist on that album and he did like a singing part towards the end of the album and I was like man I really like this vocalist so I looked him up and then found Idola that he was a part of and specifically like this it I guess it's not an official term but it it just floats around like this style of music is swancore and the reason why they call it that is because the guitarist for Dance Gavin Dance, his his name is Will Swan. So like that okay. style, <laughs> that, that style is kind of just labeled as like Swan core. Like um, it's just because of the, and I can, just because of like the guitar style and the and the vocal style and, and whatnot. It's um, it's like Attack Attack is crab core. Yeah, like yeah. that type of thing, right? Yeah. Um, so I can't always listen to the style of music, but these guys 
I I like ate up. Um, their their last album, "To Speak to Listen," I, is just like incredible, and I wasn't expecting to like you know love it as much as I did because I like this genre, but I don't always I can't always listen to it. But this one I really liked as well. Um, or this album I really liked as well. There was it's much more of a singing focused than their previous like their last album that came out okay uh there are some screams sprinkled in um where they need to be but they're not they're not as prominent as they were previously on their previous release um didn't it didn't really bother me because i love um i can't think of the guy's name but I, i love his voice uh the singing voice and what i really enjoy about it is like he has a very A, w- a way of like throwing a melody, like, like in caust- in caustic prayer that like the way he sings, um, be so cynical. And he does this real fast, like low to high, kind of like the next step, like the next note up. Yeah. And they, and he doubles his voice a lot where he's singing like the main part, but then he sings like an octave lower and they kind of, and the, the mixing engineer will like, um, blend that in very subtly so it kind of sounds like he's got this octave um voice overall and and that i i really like because i i just like when bands do that in general but they but this but this band makes it like a central part of their sound yeah they did that in elephant bones also yeah uh so stuff like that really uh catches catches my interest and i i like that they that they do that so much all right yeah um and i would say that uh caustic prayer is like one of the first songs on the album that sounds like uh like the uh, quote older idola um, okay. Like previous previous releases. Yeah, I didn't go back and listen to any of their older stuff. I just um, mm-hmm. kind of I was a little strapped for time. I was on vacation for a week and had to it's come fun, back and do uh, this. Playing the playing the slots in the and blackjack at, at in Vegas. Oh yeah, I didn't actually didn't play any blackjack. I just stuck with the slots. But. Yeah, it's, yeah, it wasn't it's intimidating. Bad. It was oh my word, what? It those tables. <laughs> not to Did get, I tell you that's Oh sorry, good. Uh, I was not to get off the subject, but yeah, it's it was very intimidating. Yeah. Did you sit down at all or no? At, you, at a table or Yeah. No. 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 I did back when I was did I tell you that? This uh I, I went to a, a casino when I was eighteen that allowed it was like you you could be eighteen and go to this casino. Um and uh, okay. I sat down at the table and like, I knew how to play blackjack, but uh, like some of the things escaped me, like, you know, uh, like split these cards and do this and kind of whatever. And like people yeah. would get mad at me at the table. Cause like I, I knew how to, I knew the objective of the game, but. Why were I'm they like, getting mad? Well, it's your money. It's my money. But like there, there's a, there you're playing against the house yeah, and not like each other. So if I was like, if there's a card I should have hit on, or stayed on you maybe i did the opposite and then like the next person should have gotten that card which would have helped them you know like 
that type of thing. I see. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, I think I need to leave now. I need to get out of here. <laughs> this one guy, it's like his job or something playing, playing the blackjack table. So he was, he had to walk away cause he was getting mad. I'm like, all right. So yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, uh, yeah. The way I was, yeah. <laughs> I forgot I was going with that. Oh yeah. That's uh, why I didn't, for I didn't. Yeah. So I didn't really go back and listen to any of their older stuff. Yeah, that's that's fine. But I I I only know of this album and their one before it. I think uh, to speak to listen, I think they had they have they have one more album before this one, but I, I haven't listened to that one either. Yeah. But overall, I just really like this. I just really like this song. This sound. Um, it can be intense at times, but it can also be very calming as well. Kind of like Spirit Box, I'd say. I was yeah. I was. This is definitely the week for uh, more ethereal, calming albums these two go very well together like mm-hmm. if you were to make a playlist and these were the, the two uh albums on that playlist i, I think they would m- mesh very well mm-hmm. uh, completely by chance too <laughs> yeah uh, definitely you know, yeah uh so I, i'd say empty gardens was one of my like first favorites me too mainly because it had this uh unique mixture between clean and distorted vocals and then at the same time they had the same thing going on with the guitars they i mean they're still using electric guitars but they had a clean sound and then they would get down and dirty with the um the distortion and so it was cool to have just this like back and forth between clean and distorted vocals and guitars Mm -hmm. yeah when those distorted guitars come in it really kind of packs a punch yeah um fills in fills in some it just makes it fuller and it's not it's not always just distorted guitars all the time with mm-hmm. every song yeah they they do some clean and then you know <laughs> so yeah. that's cool at 250 they had female vocals come in and it added just this like extra depth i'm pretty sure it was female vocals yeah i didn't catch that it yeah you're right it was like my third third time like i said it was my third time listening i just was like i said what i did is i listened to the whole album i was like okay it's all right it's pretty good album well made and then i listened to it again and i that's how i did it something caught my attention and i just i liked it or i wrote it down and then i went back and re-listened to it i think that's what caught my attention because it just it added a whole another depth of flavor to this song yeah, I, that that's weird. I've I listened to the album like six times, and I didn't catch that <laughs> until you just mentioned it because I just clicked in that area. And you're right, but yeah. uh, I wonder who that is because like because t- typically they would say like featuring because like eleven mutual fear it says featuring John Mess, but mm-hmm. Empty Gardens it says it doesn't say like featuring anyone. So maybe I wasn't trying to look out for it. Yeah, if you go um, probably on like the uh, like CD credits. It might say yeah. just because they have like studio uh, singers come in, like not necessarily someone from another band, but just somebody to like, we want a female vocalist. So it's just like an unnamed female vocalist to do just this one part mm-hmm. is what I've noticed and other bands do. But at 350-ish, somewhere around there, it had this very, it sounded like a Broadway. The the way they were singing the uh the song it just kind of like gave me this reminiscent of them doing like a broadway because it slowly sped up 
like a, I don't know, found like this rhythm with like a and it was like this Broadway musical about to happen. And then um, at 419, where he screams or sings uh, Stare into the Abyss, that's what really made me think that this was Silverstein for a second. I was like, man, this guy sounds like Silverstein. Oh, I hear it. I can hear that. Yeah. The Broadway or the Silverstein? The Silverstein. Yeah. Kind of, kind of the Broadway too. Cause yeah, like, yeah. Um, musicals have that very, like, they'll like sing a thing and then they'll like, not that there's talking in here, but they'll kind of like further the story in the talking and then they'll go into a song and then they'll kind of, it's great. Like, kinda yeah. Blocky. Yeah. I don't know. It just, I don't know how else to describe it other than that. It sounded like a Broadway musical to me for a hot second there. That's yeah. That's, that's, that's cool. Yeah. What was, uh, that's pretty much all I had for empty gardens. Uh, that's more than I had. I, I put it as a favorite, but I didn't put any notes down. <laughs> I don't know why I was just like, yeah, I just like the song. Um, that's all right. You can just I like, stuff. O- yeah, yeah. I like Occam's razor. It's okay. like a little like interlude thing minute, a minute 51 long, but the piano with his like layered vocals is just like, Ooh, make you melt. It was, yeah. It's <laughs> awesome. I, I enjoyed it. I, I didn't put it down as one of my favorites, but yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. It was very soothing. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of wish it was like a full, maybe like a full length song. Could have been, could have been. Um, or it was, or I they mean, just it was, wanted to tease you. <laughs> teasing they did tease me yeah they did but yeah it was i think it was a nice uh transition into uh perennial philosophy which was which was i think my favorite track on the whole album the the next one okay um i think the the chorus for that and then the part where he repeats i can change while he's singing i that that part just th- those both those parts just got stuck in my head the most out of any other track um so i that that one for sure was my favorite okay yeah i i enjoyed uh i don't know i guess my next one would have been forgotten tongues once again more so and i i'm starting to realize that this one was just mainly because it reminded me of silverstein uh i like the effect where he goes at i think it was around the 250 mark he has that megaphone type sound and then he goes into screaming again so it was just a fun song that's all the notes i have down for is had the silverstein Mm -hmm. uh kind of vibe when i'm listening to so at like right at the three minute mark yeah it almost like the guitar almost takes on like a billy talent kind of sound okay do you do you know what I mean by that? Does that sound familiar? Uh, I'll go to it, but like it, explain and I'll while I look for it, I guess. <laughs> it's uh, so three minutes in Forgotten Tongues. Um, it's like Billy Talent. As soon as one of their songs comes on, you can just tell it's Billy Talent by their guitar tone. Yeah, it's kind of like, it's kind of like a almost like a hollow type of sound. Um. It's not very like crunchy or anything, but it just makes me 
think of like em- like empty kind of sounding, but not like bad, you know, not not in a bad way. It's 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 just like a like an interesting tonality, almost like they they were like they didn't put a lot of gain on the guitar. Yeah. Just like just a little bit. So it's kind of got like a, a mixture of clean and like grittiness to it. Okay. Now I understand what you're talking about. Yeah. I, I was like, I don't hear it hollow at all. It. Well, not hollow. Yeah. It hollow was, is, it was yeah like, I don't think was, that's the right word. It's very complex, but I, I get it. It's like they kind of cut out the gain so that you get this clean, you get a clean distortion. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. And so it's not very crunchy. It, kind of smooth and buttery but still distorted Mm -hmm. yeah i get it what were one of your other favorites um my yeah my my only other favorite was uh mutual fear okay yeah uh featuring john mess um i really like when he sings uh towards the beginning like try to be reborn you know i can't can't go that high (laughs) but you know what i mean that part yeah (laughs) that high note that he hits it's like so quick i i enjoyed uh, that one also mainly because it was different from all and all these songs were different but this one they all followed this like having a real soft intro to then picking up the pace type thing this one just came at you real quick right right out the get-go yeah, and this one was like, yeah, this one's like very different than the other. If you did, you say that it's very different than yeah. the rest of them. Yeah, because it starts off with like, do do, yeah, like with the the um, you call them like the the like those sour sour notes in there. Yeah, which they don't use a lot. This band, I was kind of kind of surprised the first time I heard this song. They don't really use that a lot. And a lot of their stuff is not very like, like a lot of their, a lot of their stuff kind of switches between like happy and sad. And it's not like typical metal where a lot, like a lot of metal is like minor sounding. Like these, these guys, they're like, they're like minor sounding, but they, they almost make minor sound kind of happy-ish, you know? Yeah. That was one thing I was wondering. Yeah, no, that was one thing. Cause it, it did sound very... And maybe that's where the ethereal sounds coming in is they're using minor chords, but they're using like happy techniques, you know, <laughs> I don't know if that makes any sense. Like that's a funny, like song title, like happy <laughs> techniques for minor chords. Yeah. <laughs> I like vans, like vans used to like name their songs, like back in the day, like, like I, I had breakfast with Darth Vader and made him waffles and pancakes or something. I yeah. saw that one time. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So it, that's kind of just like, I guess the vibe that I'm getting from the whole, this whole album is that it's uh, minor chords, but happy, happy techniques. It <laughs> made it. I like s- that tagline. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, uh, other than that, it for at least mutual fear is it's a very chaotic sound to it that kind of ends on a softer note, which is it, it's essentially they flipped the structure of all the other songs, whereas like mm-hmm. all the other songs are soft and then they get a little chaotic and heavier. This one just started you off and they kind of taper you back down. 
So that was kind of cool. My yeah, own, I'd say... Oh, oh go ahead. No, no, no. I was going to move on, but you, you're on subject. Oh, I was... Well, I was just going to say, like, overall, like, this album is, is kind of... It, it's it's kind of... I have the same feelings about it that we kind of had with Spirit Box, too. It's, it's like, not... It's, like, I don't really, like, blast this music. It's it's kind of, like, relaxing, too, in, in my opinion. Kind of calming. Yes. Uh, that I can just kind of vibe to, you know. I'm, like, it doesn't exactly get my adrenaline going, but not every, you know, not every band has to. Uh, and it just makes me, I don't know, like, think of, like, the days kind of winding down and, it's kind of sunset, you know, mm-hmm. uh, soft and you're just kind of relaxing, starting to relax for the night. And I like that type of vibe. For sure. Yeah. I I have one other favorite and that'd be elephant bones. Okay. And the intro reminds me of tool. Just, I think it was like, I think there's like fast kind of bass work. It's just super soft, like fast bass work. And it had this very, it just sounded like Tool. It's very like pretty sounding. Yes. Um, I don't know. I don't really know Tool at all, so I can't elaborate on that. But I, yeah, I do like that beginning. Oh no, it's, it's the vocals. It, like the, how he's like holding on to certain words and just the way he's traveling up and down with everything it kind of gets has this uh a, like a tool sound to it mm-hmm. like is it like dream, kind of dreamy sounding yeah. yeah yeah they um yeah i'll i'll send you i think one or two songs that kind of give me the this essence of what okay. it was but then it starts to build and it just like hits heavy at 336 which is cool And then at, yeah. at 320 is that where you were, you said he was like, uh, not voicing over himself, but he would sing one octave and then he'd drop down and sing the other octave. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, I put it as exactly. har- as harmonies, but yeah. that Yeah, that, that one's more of a harmony. Uh, okay. Yeah, that one's more of a harmony. Uh, I'm wondering... Either way, I I really enjoyed yeah. that harmony or whatever it was that they did there. It was very beautiful. Yeah, and it's like not, it's not like overwhelming these harmonies. Like sometimes I'll listen to the song and like I like, it, like sometimes you'll hear like the harmony part is like just as loud as the melody, and it's like or like the main yeah. vocal. And I'm like, eh. I like when stuff's kind of more blended in. And I think they have a great layer like their sound is greatly layered but um the t- the like the 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 uh the type of octave thing that i was talking about if you go to 103 at caustic prayer um when he like a couple seconds after that he says like i never th- thought you'd be so cynical or something like that the way that he says cynical you can kind of hear like a higher and a lower octave Okay. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, it's not quite a harmony. Yeah, they did that a lot mm-hmm. uh, in the previous album. Um, okay. I still, and I think I think that's why I like this one. So, like, this was one of my favorites. Um, uh, and this is like the one of the first ones that sounded like their older stuff. Not, I'm not, not that like, oh, all the older stuff. I wish they sounded like their older stuff. No, I, I, uh, I, I just really like that technique how they how they do that. Because I, I don't really hear that a lot. And then they it, like in other bands, and they and they like to me they they make that like a integral part of their sound overall it's it's like their sound yeah 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 that's cool what would what i guess what what would you rate this album overall um i i think i gave it an eight and a half as like as well two two, eight and a halves yeah two eight and a halves this week wow (laughs) owen wilson wow 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 uh, I'd say this is like a 7.8 for me. It, I enjoyed it. I am sensing it, a butt. Well, no, I, is I, I enjoyed it and there was just, uh, now I'm trying everything I can do not to say, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it I just, enjoyed it. Period. Stop. What right. is it like? Telegrams? Right. <laughs> <Stop>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, I really enjoyed it once I listened to it the the second time, but the, the songs that weren't my favorites, I just kind of didn't really latch on to all that much. Not that they were bad songs. It just wasn't quite the sound, uh, that I enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, but the songs that I liked, they obviously had something going for them cause I was doing something else and I would stop what I was doing to come back and make note of that this, snap me out of whatever I was doing. So it it was a nice, like relaxing album. And actually before we started recording, I was listening to it again, just doing something else and having it play in the background. So it's just a nice calming. It doesn't, it doesn't like obliterate your ears. So <laughs> I think the band that we were going to do next week is uh, a different obliterator. Yeah. <laughs> Which I was so excited about. Yep. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't have anything bad to say. It's just it wasn't necessarily my cup of cup of tea. Uh, yeah. For some of the stuff. But yeah, I don't. Ha- yeah, I don't have anything bad to say either. Uh, of of this genre, like this style, I agree. <laughs> where it's not always my cup of tea, and like I'll list, I'll come across like one or two songs from like other bands that are in similar style. And I'm like, yeah, those are cool. But it, like you said, sometimes the, the, the genre just like lacks something that I can like really latch onto. Mm-hmm. But I think Idola uh, out of all of those genres or all, all those other bands are the, are the, are like the Swan core band that I can listen to the most without um, being like, okay, I, I, I've had enough or like, I want to listen to something else now. Like yeah. their, their last, their last release, I, I, I just played like over and over again, which is, and just never, never really got bored. I could like start it at any point in the album and just enjoy it. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. No, the, the, the craftsmanship is, is amazing. And it, it obviously has a market for some people, but like, it, and I will come back and I will listen to these songs again, but 
only when I'm looking to probably decompress from, from the day. <laughs> so later tonight you're going to, yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe <laughs> while we're doing our little wrap up, I'll just have them playing in the background. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, uh, spirit box, eternal blue, idola, the architect two. I think it was, my opinion was a great week for music. I really enjoyed these and, uh, Tune in next time. Thanks for joining us on the Blackcast, and we'll see you guys on the next episode. See you later.